Today's episode of Quality Control is brought to you by DraftKings.com. Your season-long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action, but you don't have to wait till week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. You play where you want, when you want, with the players you want, and turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. You've loved football your whole life. People say, Justin, you're wasting your time with the pigskin. Well, you're going to prove them wrong right now by winning $2 million. Pick your players, pile up your points, and pick your cash up off the ground. It's just lying scattered about. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code QUALITY to play for free for a shot at part of $10 million in Sunday's Millionaire Maker event. Enter QUALITY for free entry now only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. My guest today is Brian Crescente. He's here to talk about Disney Infinity 3.0. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Quality Control. I just have a little bit of Star Wars fun, folks. It's Disney Infinity 3.0 here on uh, Quality Control. Brian, that mistaking Star Wars <laughs> Star Trek goof will never stop entertaining me. <laughs> I, uh, I, too, am a fan of the Star Trek Star Wars goof. We've been doing it on our Facebook page since Polygon launched. And I would say about 25% of the people who follow us on Facebook really get a kick out of it. The other 75% are in a constant state of being livid at us every moment of their life. And, and, um, they, and they really fall for it, too. <laughs> yeah, they, they, every time. Uh, listen, Brian, Disney Infinity 3.0 is kind of a confusing nomenclature to me, an outsider. Um, it, is this a – if I wanted to get on board with this, I know it's a toys-to-life game, not like Spyro or what have you. But if I wanted to get on board here, is this like a new game? Do I need a new disc? What are my options for, for Disney Infinity 3.0? So uh, it, it is uh, confusing. It's confusing because it's confusing. So, yes, you're right. Uh, you can – if you have never purchased a, uh, a Disney Infinity game, then you can hop straight into Disney Infinity 3.0 it's uh it's naming is more like windows than it is like say metal gear solid 5 so that means there is no backstory you have to worry about it's more about this is like the latest version um and now now if you already own it there are different ways to buy into it without maybe spending as much money are you just gonna like a download sort of to to expand out do they work together or yeah, like, they, am I going to have a separate app in my in my Xbox One if I already have it and I like download 3.0 or how does that work? So the way it works is if you already own it, uh, what you're going to want to do is buy the game, which is Disney Infinity 3.0. You can buy it digitally. You can download it. 
and that gives you access to all the new stuff. Uh, you could still use your old um, hub or portal, which is this big plastic thing that plugs into your console of choice, and uh, the toys that you happen to have owned before. Uh, but what you can't do is use the old play sets. So uh, th- th- this is where things get super confusing. So uh, basically, when you buy the game, what you're, what you're technically what you're buying is sort of a collection of things. So you're you're getting these action figures that are really awesome, and we'll talk about that, I guess, in a bit. But you're also getting a portal, which you place these figures on, and they sort of get magically transported into your game. And then you're getting access to Disney Infinity, which is sort of the ability to create your own games and play and do things like that. And you're getting these playsets, which are essentially pre-created campaigns uh, that you use these figures with to play through and you don't have to build anything. That's the one thing that doesn't move forward. So if you have Disney, the original Disney Infinity, or you have Disney Infinity 2.0 and have some of those playsets, which include things like Monsters Incorporated or uh, uh, Toy Story 3, you can't bring those forward to 3.0. But everything now are play, else... Are, are playsets like physical objects? They actually... What they look like is a... Uh, gosh, I guess you could call it a... I don't know, a little statue. So, for instance, the the playset for the Star Wars that is the good Star Wars, uh, which would be, of course, the one with the Millennium Falcon and uh, Luke and Han and all those folk and 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 the Vulcans, uh, is <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a little dar- uh, a little Death Star, and I would say it's about the size of a ping pong. So it's got a flat base. You put it down on top of the portal, and uh, it 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 loads the game. Uh, into your into Disney 3.0 and you play it. So it, that's the that's the entirety of the physical nature of the playset. But so, those don't don't move forward. So what playsets are there for 3.0? So 3.0, if if you buy the starter pack, uh, what you get is the um, the the bad Star Wars. I probably should start saying stop saying that, but it's it's a Star Wars with Jar Jar. Uh, sure. So, I mean, I think it's it's fair to say it's the bad one. Star the prequels. Wars, I, the prequels, right. Yeah, people know what Star Wars It comes with a campaign, uh, and that's the Star Wars Twilight of the Republic campaign. So that's based on those original three Star Wars. And it also comes with Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano, I guess is how you say her name. I don't actually know how to say her name. Um, so that's that's what you get when you – if you were to go out and buy the starter pack, you, you would get the portal – you would get Disney 3.0. You would get that Star Wars Twilight of the Republic campaign and those two figures. So that's the starter pack. Um, what are some of the big evolutions in 3.0? How has it sort of taken a step forward? Uh, there's a lot. So, again, you kind of have to – everything about Disney Infinity, you have to divide divide down the line. Uh, half of it has to do with the campaign play and just the gameplay. And the other half has to do with the toy box where you go in and make your own stuff. So in, in terms of the campaign play – um, the, the new stuff is really first off, of course, you're playing in the in the universe of Star Wars, uh, and that brings with it lightsabers, which I think is the biggest uh, addition to the gameplay and the ability to sort of have a more robust skill tree for all your characters. So uh, you have a lot of cool lightsaber uh, special attacks and moves, uh, really well put together. Uh, and of course, you also have all the Star Wars characters, Star Wars settings. It's, it's a lot of fun. Then when you go look at the toy box side, where you're going to be creating your own stuff, uh, they've added some neat additions. So for instance, you now can, uh, in creating your own game, you can actually use a tool to plot out 
the uh, the the path that characters will will take. Uh, AI characters will take in the games you create. So you you could do like a create a guard, you know, drop a guard down, have Chewbacca be a guard, and have him walk back and forth along this predetermined path. Um, they've also included the ability to farm, which I think is hilarious. It's a little virtual farm, um, and and by doing that, you can give these things that you get out of these farms to your sidekicks uh, while you play the game, and it gives them special abilities. Um, those are probably the two biggest. There's a lot of little tiny changes. Uh, they changed the hub, which is sort of the central point of the toy box to make it a little easier to understand how to do all this stuff. Um, and they cleaned up some of the, the interface because as you can imagine in my describing this to you, it's not the easiest thing to pick up and play because there's a lot of stuff you can do. Can you, is there a melding of worlds? Like, can I, uh, if I have a Spider-Man toy, can I have him running around Tatooine or some garbage like that? Yeah, that's the best part. Um, now you can't, oddly enough, you can't drop characters from other play sets into these pre-created campaigns. I'm a little baffled why they didn't do that. Maybe they, they wanted to create these campaigns, you know, in a way that couldn't be broken and they don't want to have really oversized characters or really tiny characters popping up in there. But anywhere else you can do that. So you could take um, exactly what you just said. You could create a Tatooine uh, setting on your on your sort of uh, playscape, whatever you're you're making your on your own. You could create that setting and then you can put anybody you want in there. So you could put... Um, Someone from Monsters Incorporated. You could put uh, Peter Pan. You could put Mickey Mouse. You could put Spider Man. Then you could put Darth Vader, and you can have them all race each other in vehicles if you wanted to do that. How long would you say the 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 what, uh, the fall of the Empire, something like that, shadow decline <laughs> of the Empire? One of those empires. Uh, something. Uh, how how long would you say? Like, how much of a campaign, quote unquote, are we talking about? Uh, it's probably. I mean, I played straight through it. It's probably about four hours. Now, okay. uh, having said that, though, there's a lot. One of the things they did with this campaign is they have they did a good job of creating. I wouldn't call them massively open worlds, but they've created these areas around where the campaign takes place with a lot of side quests. So you can actually do some exploration and do things that don't really tie in directly to the to the story. Uh, and that includes having some some neat missions out in space. Uh, so in this in the campaign they've developed, you're actually traveling between planets. And before you go down to a planet to land, you can actually pick up missions out in space and do things like, you know, defend defend a, a ship from TIE fighters. Or one thing I did was go and landed on this little uh, little. It looked like a little prince planet. Actually, it was a tiny little planet that was so small that when I fired my gun, the sh- the, the red laser shot actually I could see it wrap around the planet as I fired, <laughs> which is super cute. Very cool. You, you mentioned cute, and that's one of the things I'm curious about. Like, are, are, are the mechanics that are in that sort of, like, base playset, like, are they something that adults are going to feel silly playing? Like, is it is it, t- like, tuned for for younger kids, or, or how's it feel? No, I mean, I think, in my mind, probably the sweet spot would be uh, a young teen, certainly for the campaigns. It's, you know, it's... It's not incredibly difficult. I'd say it's about even with those Lego games that I'm sure everybody loves to play. I love playing them. Um, when it comes to creating your own games, uh, you can really you can really go all out on it. And it's it's like a lot of creation games. You just get so sucked into trying to make it perfect. I, my son and I were playing it, and we ended up creating this um, thing. He just said it started out by him saying, "Hey, let's let's make this thing where you have to break out of a uh, prison." <laughs> 
And I was like, okay. So we created this room and then I, I created an entire maze that is actually was quite huge, full size maze, you know, that you couldn't jump out of. Mm-hmm. And the whole time my son, like I did the maze part, my son then went back and did the decorating and put the roof on it. And then once you break out, we had an area that was automatically triggered when you got out of the maze that released all these guards. And then we had essentially a platforming section that was pretty difficult. And if you screwed up, you died. And then at the end, there was a traditional ending. And it was like, I think we spent eight hours building it and build, uh-huh. building it was a lot of fun. It was a lot. And then after we were done, we had fun playing through it. And that was just one thing. Now, if you make something like that, can you share that with other people? You can. Uh, there's several ways you can do that. You can share it with your friends without having to worry about how good it is. So you just share it. Or you can uh, share it through Disney. And the way that works is you submit it to Disney and they look it over and, I guess, determine whether or not they want to put it on their their channel. Uh, this is another super neat thing that they've added to the game. It's always been there, but the way they present it now is really neat. Uh, they have two ways that you can look at some of this. Um, I think one of the things that Disney has run into with this game is that people make so much stuff that it's really hard to find it. Um, so in, in this version of the game, the, in the hub, they have Flynn's Arcade, uh, obviously a callback to, to Tron, the original Tron. Um, you go in there and they have games that they've selected that are user-created games that they think are like the best. And if you walk up to an arcade machine, you can drop into that game and start playing it, which is really clever. I think it's very neat. Um, they also have a theater that you can go to and you can go check out um, – videos that they've put out. They actually, they, they do this whole production where they put out, I think, a video every week uh, that has some of the best stuff out there. So how are the toys themselves? Like, are, are, how are the designs on those? Is it just Star Wars in, in Infinity 3.0 or are they releasing from some other universes? So uh, right now it is the old and the new Star Wars. Uh, they also uh, released, I think it's already out now, they released the... Um, God, I've suddenly forgotten the name of this movie. The what's the movie with the emotions? Um, oh, Inside Out. Inside Out. They released the Inside Out pack, uh, so they have some of those characters. And every time they come out with the new Disney, and actually, I don't even think it's time to the new sort of numbered releases. But there's mm-hmm. also this constant stream of characters being released because obviously, Disney between Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. You know, I don't think they're ever going to run out of characters that they can release. Right. Uh, So, you know, they, for instance, they released a new Mickey and a new Minnie uh, when this came out. And um, they're they're just, you know, they released a couple of characters from Frozen. So they're, they're obviously going to keep releasing new characters that have nothing to do with sort of the theme that they picked for that number release. So, you know, Disney... Disney Infinity 3.0 is obviously Star Wars. 2.0 is obviously Marvel. But despite that, you're you're getting this constant flood of of different different uh, models. And and speaking of them, the figures, uh, they're really really well made. Um, the art style it has this sort of cartoonish look to it, but uh, it's it's just you know they they spend a lot of time. You can tell sculpting these and making sure that they have all the details. So. Um, you know, like the Princess Leia, I'm looking at the Princess Leia right now, and, and she's got on this belt, and it's, you know, really well detailed. You could see, uh, you can kind of see, I'm trying to it's not sound creepy. Let me talk about someone other than Princess Leia. Han Solo. So Han Solo's got, like, gear on his belt, and he's got his he's got his gun out, and uh, he's, he's got, you know, they just, like, you could see the feathering in his hair. Uh, it's really nice design. 
so will they have their own campaign? Is there another playset? I, I guess to use their nomenclature, is there another playset featuring the classic characters on the, the way? The good ones, yes, yeah. uh, yes. So there was a, uh, a the release of the original, um, oh my God. the original Star Wars. Uh, I'm sorry the the original Disney Infinity three when it came out. There was a I forgot what it was called. It might have been the collector's edition that you could get only on the PlayStation four. Or I think it was called the Complete Edition, and that came with both both of those campaigns. So you got the two I mentioned already, plus I believe you got Luke and Leia, and um, a, an entire campaign built around that. And then separately, you can buy Han Solo, you can buy Darth Vader, you can buy Chewbacca. Um, so yeah, those will be coming, and they've promised that there is going to be yet another playset, a playset once the new Star Wars comes out. Um, they haven't given any details on that, but it'll be based on that storyline. I've been harassing them about whether or not BB-8 is going to be coming out. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Like, why wouldn't it? That'd be crazy if they didn't do that. Um, one of the things I have to mention, <clears throat> excuse me, have to mention, the hub world is sort of this crazy world where you go to learn how to do stuff. But there's also, it's also sort of its own toy box in that uh, there are a bunch of pre-created things there. So there's like... Uh, um, something that looks like it was pulled out of Disneyland, the, the Haunted Mansion ride is, is sort of, that Haunted Mansion is there and there's um, there's places that are being guarded Cinderella's Castle is there and you can go in and explore it and everything and there's characters everywhere but they also have um, they have this forest setting with, uh, oh this is I'm going to lose my geek cred right now because I've completely forgotten what the hell they're called oh my god, uh, what are the little fuzzy dudes? Ewoks. Thank you, god I don't know why I couldn't remember that but yeah, they, they have an Ewok, a whole Ewok village in the trees, which is just amazing. It is it is amazing that like you, you can go up there, it's all platforming, it goes up really high, and they have these tiny little um uh characters. They're, they're Ewoks, but the the way the game is set up is that the characters can either be full sized, so they look like the the little statues of figures you get, or they can be uh townspeople. And the townspeople look like um, little miniature, uh, even more more cartoony than the, the characters, little miniature dudes wearing or, or women wearing costumes. And they're adorable. And so the Ewoks are in those. Uh, and it's it's just ridiculous. You can pick them up and throw them and, and they make little <laughs> Ewok noises. It's fantastic. Uh, I got a couple quick questions from uh, listeners. First is from Sean. Is this a good place to jump in on Infinity? My kids are just at the age where it would make sense to buy it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is certainly the best of the three. Uh, I, I did run into some technical issues. Uh, I, last time I checked, it was which was about a week ago, they still had them. The load times, especially for the stuff you create, can get up to two minutes. And I timed Oof. it multiple times because that's... When you're saying it, it doesn't sound like a lot unless you play no, games. Sit there and live it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy. Two minutes is super long. Um, but but beyond that, it's it's like it's certainly the best of of the bunch, and it's Star Wars. I was a big fan of the Marvel stuff, but the, the good news is, you know, the Marvel stuff comes over, and frankly, the Marvel campaign wasn't that good. So you're not really missing out uh, if you don't if you can't play those campaigns. Uh, Derek asks, I've never played any of the Toys to the Lifestyle games b- before, but the addition of Star Wars has my interest peaked. However, I'm not made of money. How much of the game will I be able to enjoy if I only pick up the two-character bundle? Thanks. Okay, first off, if you pick up this game, it will be, unless you die, you will not, you will not be able to not buy any others. You're gonna, you, you just realize that you will be picking up these characters, which I, I think either the sale price or the normal price is like 15 bucks each, but there's no way, no way anybody can like, 
pick up that. And then they're like, can you imagine you walk into a store and you see Darth Vader and you're like, oh, pff, I don't need Darth Vader. I don't need Darth Vader in my collection. I don't need Chewbacca. Yeah, that's not happening. So if if you're if you're buying this, you it's essentially a cult. <laughs> you're becoming the member of a cult because you are going to you're going to fall bad for it. You're going to end up getting it'll start with the Star Wars. You're like, okay, I'll just get the Star Wars figures. There aren't that many. Of course, they'll keep releasing them, and then you'll be like, like me, I'm like I'm a huge Iron Fist fan, and like when was the last time you could pick up an Iron Fist toy? And yeah. they have an awesome Iron Fist figure, so I got him, and then I was like, oh. But like, look at this other, and, and before you know it, you have all the damn figures. So yeah. um, let's pretend you you have the ability somehow to not purchase another figure. The good mm-hmm. news is you you can get every you can get to everything. There, this isn't like Skylanders; it sort of locks stuff off by elements or some of the things they do. Uh, you have access to everything. What you won't have access to is the character you didn't buy, which may be a you know no brainer. But obviously, if you don't buy Darth Vader, you can't play as Darth Vader in the game. Um, and some of this stuff does come with, uh, extra little bits and pieces. So, um, you know, you get a play set, like for instance, if you buy the starter pack right now, the only thing you would get is, uh, the starter pack that includes the, uh, the, the newer movies. So you would have to go out and buy the second kit, the second, uh, game pack, which comes with, uh, Luke and Leia to get that other campaign. And that's not available yet, right? Available this month or is it available now? Uh, you know, it is not available yet, and I just – I should have looked this up. I can't actually remember when it's coming out. Yeah, I was I was looking on Amazon to see if there was a date or anything, but I'm not uh, – it looks like the Rise Against the Empire playset, um, uh, September 29th. Okay, yes, yeah, so later this month. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also worth pointing out uh, this is eventually going to be coming to PC, uh, and we just found out recently with the announcement of Apple TV that, uh, as with the other ones, it's coming to iOS – but this time, it's going to be coming to Apple TV as a standalone game with its own starter pack, which means if you don't have a console or don't want to buy a console or don't want to play it on a console, you can buy this as a starter pack. Uh, it comes with a Bluetooth hub that will work with your Amazon TV. I'm sorry. I keep saying Amazon. Your Apple TV. And uh, it also will come with a, an MFI controller designed for the game and for the Apple TV. So that's cool. kind of cool. Cool. All right, Brian, thank you so much for uh, for for your time. Final word on this. If I'm just an adult, say I'm 34 years old, for example, and I have a one-year-old baby who wouldn't be able to play this game, am I still going to be able to have a lot of fun here? If you, if you are someone who enjoys fun things and in, is in any way a fan of Star Wars or Marvel or, or Disney, yes. Uh, if you're picking this up because you're uh, like a hardcore Star Wars fan and all you want is like... Uh, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, and like hardcore Star Wars game, you're probably not, this is not going to be the game that you want to pick up. Brian Crescente, thank you so much. Thanks to DraftKings. Uh, remember, you can go to DraftKings.com, use the coupon code QUALITY to start playing for free, get your chance at millions of dollars in prizes. Uh, we got a lot more stuff on Polygon, including Brian's review, if you want to check that out. And uh, that's all waiting for you. Polygon.com, there's videos at youtube.com slash Polygon, and uh, we're at Twitter on Twitter at Polygon Uh, for Brian Crescente my name is Justin McElroy and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control Quality Control